0: In the early 1940s, Glenn Miller was a household name and one of America's most well-known and respected big band musicians. In 1944, due to his considerable popularity, he was booked to perform in Europe for the troops. However, on his trip to England, his flight mysteriously vanished without a trace. His plane was due to arrive near Paris, which had just been liberated from the Nazis, yet he never landed. Miller's musical career began around 1937 when he established his first big band. By 1938, he had formed a second band and worked to hone in on his desired style of play. But by just 1939, Miller had gained nationwide recognition and even had his own three-night-per-week radio show and his first hit single. From here, his fame only grew, and at the time, he had more top hits than both Elvis and The Beatles. At the height of his career, it was estimated that Glenn was profiting about $20,000 per week, an unimaginable amount of money by today's standards, but imagine what this income would mean back in the 1940s, during the peak of the Great Depression. Miller was accepted in 1944 as an entertainer for the Navy, with his band giving around 800 performances between 1942 and 1944. His broadcasts and music were used to raise the spirits of soldiers in battle, and his quotes were even used as propaganda and broadcast across certain portions of Germany. Around this time, in 1944, Glenn and his band narrowly escaped death at the hands of a German V-1 bomb that hit the BBC radio office, an attack that seemed oddly targeted. The attack took the lives of about 70 people, and Miller and his band were forced to relocate. In December of that same year, Miller had booked a performance in Paris, France. He set off with a group of high-ranking military personnel and a well-skilled pilot, yet they never arrived at the destination. For quite some time, many believed that his plane could have been hit by friendly fire and crashed due to simple bad luck. However, other theories suggested that this plane may have crashed as a result of poor visibility due to the cold, or even because of a faulty carburetor that had frozen. Though there are a few key pieces of albeit circumstantial evidence that really call this disappearance into question. A pilot who was nearby at the time of Glenn's departure said that he was flying by and noticed a craft matching the description of Glenn's craft heading in the completely wrong direction. That would mean that instead of heading towards France, they were traveling away from it. But let me ask, what country is in the opposite direction of France? Well, Germany, the very people who tried to kill Glenn once before. The theories surrounding this are almost never-ending, with some suggesting that if he were headed toward Germany, it would be because his plane was hijacked, sabotaged, or he was captured, or rather that he was heading to Germany intentionally to help pull off an assassination attempt on Adolf Hitler, but was killed before he could do so. Another less political theory is that he actually lost his life to a French prostitute in a brothel, but that authorities covered this up in an effort to protect his reputation. The truth is, we'll likely never know what became of Glenn Miller, but it's important to note that Hitler was an active music fan, and as an off-topic side note, some of his favorite musicians were Jews, but that's beside the point. But there's no telling how Glenn met his end, and we're forced to either believe the widely suspicious official reports or widely suspicious conspiracies. You decide. But that's the video for today, you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, be sure to click that like button. If you loved it, maybe consider sharing, subscribing, or supporting me on Patreon. But I've been Ty Knots. You guys have been lovely, and I'll see you in the next video.